Greetings, Amigops, and Top Teners everywhere. This is Mike from Top Ten with Kyle and Mike. I am joined this week, as I am every week, by our lovely, I think purple sweatshirted co-host, Kyle. Kyle has got, uh, he's got it all going on as he usually does. And I actually just ended an earlier conversation with Kyle. We're talking about a different topic, which I'm guessing you will hear first, but maybe second in the lineup. I don't know. All I know is we're pulling double duty tonight. We've recorded two podcasts. We have already had a topic, which we have debated vigorously, reordered over the course of about an hour long episode and then come to a definitive top 10. We're going to do that again this evening. I don't know what the topic is. Kyle does, I believe. Once he tells me, we're going to do it all over again. We're going to debate. We're going to puzzle. We're going to question. And then by the end of this, hopefully, hourish episode, we will have a definitive top 10 of that list. So, Kyle, what are we talking about? I could say this week, but really, I just mean right now. Yes, thank you for that wonderful introduction, Michael. We are in game two of our top 10 doubleheader today. So, mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with a, a friend the other day, and we were talking about superhero movies or something. And we were talking about one of the, the the heroes in the film and how cool it would be to have those superpowers. And then we were thinking, would it be really like if like if in our everyday lives, <laughs> would it actually be useful to have X superpower? Like like in what scenario would you use that? Like assuming that you didn't immediately convert to being a full time superhero, you know? Mm-hmm. Or a full time. So I'm, so I so let's assume that I have the power of super strength. Let's just say, yeah. But I'm still I'm still me, right? In this scenario, I'm not suddenly like taking on the duties of a superhero. No, you still say. have like your job, and you still like have your yeah. responsibilities. Which yeah. like super strength, you'd st- it would still be useful, and we'll talk about it at some point. But we're today we're going to talk about the top ten most practically useful superpowers yeah. like everyday superpowers mm-hmm. it's i had a lot of fun working through this one so i made a list of of 10 superpowers i'd like to have in my everyday life and then i've listed a couple of superheroes who exhibit those powers and the only rule is that it needs to be a, a power that <clears throat> i could attribute to a, a comic book or not even comic book but like a a fictional character that has a, a more than super a, a more than human ability or power and so like what wouldn't count is like it has to be something innate so like yeah i'm not counting like an iron man suit or like yep oh interesting okay that's good to know or like like for example like tony stark is like really really smart but that's not a superpower he's just like a really smart person yeah like i could have been born that smart but i just wasn't so i'm not considering that a superpower and we're only talking about individual powers i'm not saying like i get the whole group set of like spider-man or superman's powers we're gonna dissect it and talk yeah about you're, it's not what like how helpful would it be to be spider-man in my daily life right but maybe one particular i'm thinking of one particular type of thing from spidey that would be nice to have precisely yeah i love this first of all this is just a fantastic idea for a pod i just want to note that this question like a, the the what would your superhero or what would your superpower be question was addressed to Rob Gronkowski a couple years ago, and he said he would like oh god what I'm trying to remember what 
what he how he described it. He said, I want I would love time travel. And then he described teleportation, but he thought that teleportation was time travel. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, it's just it was wonderful. It was so great. That is that is right on brand for Gronk. I love that. Yeah, I would. I actually have one more question. So there's a there's a particular superhero who's on my mind a lot lately because I assume he'll be in a TV show that's coming up on HBO. At any rate, he was in uh, a film. Now, this character has a lot of things going on, but one particularly notable thing is that he has a gigantic dong. Yeah. Does it, would you count that as one of Doctor Manhattan's superpowers, or that's yeah. just a feature? that's that's eligible like like we can call the superpower like like size manipulation i guess like you know like ant-man or giant man like dr manhattan has an enormous penis but it's because he is enormous but 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 even proportionally if he wanted if he wanted to increase the size of his penis without increasing the size of his body i have to assume that that's within his abilities yeah he could probably do that that's an interesting question. Like, I assume Ant-Man couldn't, like, shrink himself down to the size of an ant, but leave his penis the same size. Or, like, yeah. you know, or, like, like he can't, like, grow parts of his body in relation to... That's yeah. a whole no. different superpower that we can talk about. And maybe that's that yeah. goes in the pro column. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> okay. So, to start off, we have n- number 10, I have the power of flight, which I'm yes. you're thinking seems a little low, right? But... Uh, that's my that's my initial reaction this is the this is the power in question that we were talking about like given the way our world works like you wouldn't be able to just like fucking fly around wherever you want like that would cause problems like people would notice if there was a person flying around and you'd be in people's airspace and like also you probably have to file a flight like a flight plan yeah and like that's probably easier now that more and more droids are going in, you know, drones are going in the air. But yeah. like, I just think that flight is a, is a means of like transportation or like commuting is actually not as practical as it sounds because your hair would get really messed up. You'd run into yeah. birds. That's yeah. A lot of bird strikes. You couldn't breathe. Like this is interesting because the, the most, the most practical ways to do this in the world we live in would be to do so while invisible, but that's doesn't count because that's adding two things together or doing it at extreme altitude. Yeah. Which is also impractical because again, you can't breathe. So I guess unless you have some sort of high altitude breathing apparatus, I, I think it's less of a means of travel and more like it would just be fun like to go yeah. play football and just like be a dick and fly up in the air and catch a pass like over yeah. your buddy's head or it could be really useful if like you need to clean out the like you'd never need a ladder again like i think That's for like true. indoors and short distances like you'd be it'd be so easy to change light bulbs or clean gutters yeah. or like hang christmas lights like i think that is where you'd actually get the most bang for your buck with this superpower but as far yeah. as like shooting around the planet like superman or thor it'd be harder it'd be hard to do that that's an excellent point yeah i think basically what you're doing here is being randy moss which is just like jumping like so high it's ridiculous but what you're really doing here is flying but you just make it you just disguise it as crazy ass jumping yeah and you'd be like how did you jump that high and you're like i i don't know i don't know and then you look at the camera and go and then you put and then you put glasses on and everyone's like kyle where'd you go <laughs> is that flying man <laughs> flying and nothing else man 
<laughs> Nicknames are stupid. In there this aren't world. that many superheroes that just fly. Like, <laughs> like every yeah. superhero. Are there that, any? I don't. I can't think. Like any superhero that can fly can do something else. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any that just fly. I guess. I and I always forget his name. The Anthony Mackie. Which one is he? Falcon. Yeah, Falcon, but he, obviously his doesn't count because it's yeah. a machine. But like, he, that's his only but, thing, right? That's the only thing. He and as does. a result, he's kind of lame. Like, right? <laughs> no, he's like extremely even, lame. even compared to his grounded counterparts that can't fly. <laughs> I also just want to like quickly note that Anthony Mackie is just so weirdly out of shape for a superhero. <laughs> like, I don't know when they're gonna tell him to hit the gym, but like, they should tell him at some point. Like, dude, you have to kind of look like a superhero. I think that's the point of Falcon. It's like, no, I don't. I just, I'll fly around. No. I'm Cap's buddy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was number 10. All right. Good call. Yeah. Number nine is telekinesis. Not to be confused with teleportation or time travel. Yes. Telekinesis is the ability to move objects uh, using only your mind. Noted implementers of this talent are Jean Grey, a.k.a. Phoenix from the X-Men universe, and probably more mm-hmm. popularly known, Eleven from Stranger Things. Both have also abracadabra and uh whatever it's is it kazam or alakazam uh it's abracadabra and alakazam yeah right? from pokemon from pokemans yeah yeah so i think this would be like there are so many times like this is just me being fucking lazy but like there are so many times where i'm on the couch and i'm like ooh, i wish that i could get my water from here and this would be nice to just mm. whoop, you know pull it to yourself or like getting things off of t- tall shelves or i think what i think actually what would be really cool is that like you could handle extremely cold or hot objects with no problem like you would never need oh, another again. like you could just you know like uh, that's a great point or great could, point or like you know how fucking annoying it is to have to like flip thi- like you would never like you'd be the best grill master ever because you could just use yeah your like to flip you'd all like, the patties at once yeah like that kind of thing or you could use it to fuck with people. Just, like, move stuff. That, that would be probably the most fun application. You could definitely fuck with people with this one. I think... But now that I'm, so you've... Re- yeah, sorry, continue. Now that I'm thinking about it, this might need to move up. Because there are a lot of applications to, like, not having to touch the... Like, also just, like, being helped... Like, you never have to open a door again and expose yourself to germs. Yeah. Like, you could do that with your head. Like, You'd be not- a lot easier to, like, clean up polluted rivers. You don't have to touch anything. You just kind of move it with your brain. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I, this this is an interesting one. Now, here's so that you actually. I don't think this was your point, but you brought up an interesting point here, which is eleven. So, and I don't need to turn this into a critique of the show because I do love Stranger Things, but the whole notion of eleven having like to pay this great cost for using her powers, where she gets the nosebleed, they just like I I don't totally understand why they've like gone off and on on that storyline, but. My no, Mike, question she, it's really hard for her to use her powers. Yeah, no, I know, I know. So my question just generally about <laughs> these powers is, is it my assumption, and I'm assuming it is, is it my assumption that using these powers is is difficult but normal course, like running? Like, like let's say the power of using my power of flight or using my power of telekinesis it would be equivalent to running fast as myself. Like, it takes effort, but it's not unduly taxing i like to imagine in this scenario that whatever you're lifting with your mind it would be like as as taxing to your mind as it would be for you to lift that thing with your actual body so like you like opening a door would be very casual but you like loading a car with your mind 
would be difficult because that's normally a difficult thing. Okay. All right. So if I, if I can lift 100 pounds with my hands, I can lift 100 pounds with my mind kind of deal. Let's make that assumption. I don't think that's necessarily... And this is also like uh, Jedi do this. But they seem to be yeah. able to lift really fucking heavy stuff. Well, it depends on which... Uh, <laughs> depends on which series we're talking about. Which yeah. trilogy. Because at times, it's difficult to, you know, just like slightly move something fairly large and then other times you're just like throwing entire senate seats at people right yeah it depends so <laughs> yeah agreed yeah that would be even when chronologically that doesn't make sense whatever no <laughs> okay next up i have super speed i have long argued that super speed is the greatest superpower so i'll be interested to see if you can dissuade me so my thinking behind this is that if we assume that the person whose body is equipped to super speed we're also assuming that this person's body can withstand all of the associated pressures of running at super speed therefore in my opinion super speed also affords you super strength because if your body can withstand moving at a super speed it can presumably withstand you just poking something at that super speed in which case you've imparted a great amount of force you're a physics guy you can tell me about that. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I agree with that. Like, if you were the Flash, you could punch the shit out of people in that me- using that methodology. Because, because theoretically, your body should be able to hold up to, like, slightly striking something at that speed. So if you just put your fist out while running at that speed, you've punched somebody effectively quite hard. Yeah, but my... You also should have flight. You should have flight because if you run super, super fast and you just put, like, makeshift wings on yourself, you can take off. You also have basically teleportation. Now these now this all presupposes we're talking about legitimately like flash level super speed. Which but I think we are. You you basically have you've cheat coded your way into a lot of other superpowers via super speed, in my opinion. I agree, but I think a lot of those are useful in the context of fighting crime and not necessarily practical. Like like super speed yeah. wouldn't help no, me. No, that's true. Like super speed wouldn't help me lift a heavy box, probably, right? Or like, yeah, I'd have to like come at a funky angle, like get ahead of steam up. It'd be kind of unwieldy. Like if I punch a guy, I don't give a shit where he ends up flying. But like if I'm trying to lift my dad's car so that he can change his tires, like I do yeah. care where the car goes. No, that's goes. true. And, and I've probably killed that person who I punched. Like yeah. most likely I killed that person. And if I'm a superhero, I probably, unless I'm Batman, I don't really care. <laughs> but if I'm a pri- if I'm a private citizen, I can't just be killing people all the right. time. You shouldn't be. So yeah, well, I, can, I could be. <laughs> I could be. I think could this be. would be mostly useful in just like getting things done. Like like all the tasks that you would take. Like a lot, I feel like this would speed up your tasks. Like I could do the dishes faster. Or, like, I can make the bed faster. Or, like... Yes, because the assumption is it's not just that I could run fast. It's that I can cause my whole body to move quickly with coordination, correct? The only question is that if you would, would have the ability to, like, control your body such that, like, in trying to wash the dishes, I don't, like, shatter every dish as I, like, launch it into the dishwasher or, like... I assume that. I'm willing to assume that we're in a little bit of a clock stopper scenario, yeah. Like a, a scaled down version, but the basic idea that like I can do things with the correct proportions. The only thing about this one is I don't and I don't know about the rules of this list. Like, like yeah, we're making them up. Like, can it be known to other people that I have this superpower? Because if not, then like I'm pretty much limited to like what I can do in my house. And I feel like 
that jack it, off really quickly yeah like boom i'm done or like because <laughs> i like, do that anyway but because like in that because in that case like i couldn't like eliminate my commute by running to work because like people would be like how'd you get to work or like you know like it would it would be apparent that you were using yeah. your super speed or, or like you couldn't do like do work really fast i think we're assuming that you have to use this within the rules of basic society which means you're keeping these hidden yeah i, I like that stipulation so but like you could like in some in some scenarios you could just like fucking jet somewhere and yeah. you know like if you're going somewhere by yourself like if you're going to get lunch just pew, you're there and you just yeah. and you zip into an alley and you come out and someone's like oh whatever yeah you go to a phone booth or something yeah they're everywhere the only question is whether or not you could get shoes that would withstand the speed at which you were running probably not you'd probably need your own lucius fox or you like could, you would need you'd need a guy in a chair somewhere or you could go barefoot and theoretically your feet could stand up to it and you would yeah. just then put shoes on wherever you want yeah that's probably right you probably carry a backpack with shoes in it yeah probably yeah that's my uh, yeah you know what that's my new assumption is you you've got a backpack with shoes in it and hopefully you don't run into somebody and you stop and you're like hey we haven't caught up in a while and they're like hey why are you barefoot and why did you appear out of nowhere but (laughs) so also you accidentally touched me while running super fast you broke every bone in my (laughs) body (laughs) <laughs> just crumbles to the ground like ah oh, shit like, ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh my god kyle did you see who did this to oh me? no no i don't <laughs> no i have to go <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay. All, right. all right so that brings us to what i'm hoping and assuming is going to be a very enjoyable portion of this yeah which is which is typically the not top three so kyle could you uh could you make sure that we're we're entering that segment properly Kev, hit that beat! There it is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Stankalicious. Now we're ready. I have a lot yeah. here. Okay. There, there are a lot that would be not particularly useful. One I ha- Some of them are just not useful in... Some of them are just amoral, and I wouldn't want to touch them with a 10-foot pole. Oh, interesting. No, good. this is a good one. Yeah. So the first one I had, I, I always confuses me when people say this, because this one comes up a lot on lists of inv- abilities you'd most like to have. Invisibility, yeah. I think, is far overrated. I Because here's the thing. The, okay, I, I guess it depends. Like, if you want to make the assumption that your clothes also become invisible it's a different story but probably is a tough assumption it's a tough assumption because then now you're now you're either limiting yourself to being a walk like a pile of floating clothes or you're limiting yourself to doing this naked which is presents all kinds of problems but risky but also like what are you going to do while you're invisible you could see a bunch of naked chicks yeah like fucking spy on people like it's really yeah be like really creepy or you like you would just like you'd be able to eavesdrop on people or like scare people or like yeah which are all things that like in the so so i think basically i've just realized that we're basically setting up the unbreakable film (laughs) where where you have to just like basically deal alone or relatively alone with the onset of this weird power that you don't totally <laughs> understand and i feel like the film version of this called invisible 
is a <laughs> film where this person like goes to a girl's locker room and is like, oh, look at all the boobies. And then later feels super empty and dejected about it. And then also is like, I wonder what my coworkers are saying about me. And, and then you go and they're like, that Kyle's a real <laughs> you're like oh my god, god. I can't believe they said oh my god I can't believe they used that word on a podcast I mean a work I setting <laughs> and you're like I can't believe they just called me that and you just like keep doing these things and they're super empty and like really deflating to you and then so he, I feel like and then he's like he goes to the terrible. movies and he's like ha I'm gonna sneak into a movie and then he sees like three movies and he's like uh I got kind of tired of movies now <laughs> yeah yeah that's that to me is like the exact scenario how this plays out yeah so no thanks thanks but no thanks on invisibility hard pass second is laser vision (laughs) (laughs) you see this this crops up a lot you've got superman you've got well at least superman has other things cyclops from x-men that's the only thing he can do and it's literally only good for just like blowing things up which I also think it doesn't totally grasp the nuances of, like, what a laser is. This is, like, a very fifth grader's notion of, like, what a laser is and does. It's like Andy when he takes the laser course at community college. (laughs) If you had actual laser vision and you're, like, and you're just, like, and it's just, like, you're etching, like, a friend's name onto, like, a, uh, like, a wooden placard. (laughs) Like, thanks, man. That looks so nice. (laughs) uh yeah that's basically it yeah you're right this is a pretty useless power it's a stupid one this one in this scenario doesn't make any sense like a a rogue or there's a hero in the show heroes not hero i was gonna say those are the real heroes (laughs) also hero from heroes power copying like it's not useful if no one else has powers so oh 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 oh, oh, like i can i'm like the uh what's it it's ditto is it ditto from pokemon right yeah the ditto of the superpower world. Yeah, that's that is a good point. Yeah, in this scenario, this is a totally useless power. Yeah, super intelligence. Like some people are just like like brainiac or like they have like this ridiculous capacity for knowledge and like, which I think would be cool, but I think would also be taxing because then you would all of a sudden feel very um, isolated. This would be a very burdensome power, I think. And then you'd feel like a real piece of shit for doing anything that wasn't like curing cancer or like cold yes fusion. yes this does come to the great power great responsibility because like most of the powers we're sort of talking about i can i can reason with myself yeah. that <laughs> i not a can't actually it's like i can't use this really all that productively like like my super speed i can tell myself like okay well what good is this like to actually do stuff but i would have a hard time convincing myself that i can't like cure world hunger if i'm genuinely like super smart if i'm like movie level intelligent so yeah i agree probably this probably fits on the other list too cuz it would theoretically be super useful yeah. but the problem is i'm i'm a human and i'm like yeah i'm good agreed next one and th- these two are just amoral and i think i'd have a hard time using either in a real life capacity mind reading or mind control like i it's i'm not interested in having that kind of power like, I, don't, I don't think i want to know what other people are thinking or should know what other people are thinking yeah that's a definite no no and time travel i just too much responsibility for me I, i'd be paralyzed i wouldn't actually be able to use it i'd be too terrified yeah yeah because i'm assuming again that like whatever the logic of time travel is 
it applies but i don't know what it is because i'm kind of a pioneer here and i'm not i'm not letting that genie out of the bottle for more on time travel see episode 92 with daniel and time travel movies yeah Mm-hmm. And then the last one is like precognition, where like you can see the future, and that it's just, it's basically the same thing as time travel. Like I, so let's let's talk about precognition very quickly. There's a there's a power that's I, somewhat it's separate. Like this. We'll talk about it later. Okay. So okay. it's slightly different. Okay. So those are those. That was my not tops. Do you have any others? No, I think those are good. Also, feel free to cut the part. Where I said. <laughs> I'm going to put um, an actual bleep in there because <laughs> it's funny as fuck. Just... Yeah, if you can make it happen, do that. Um, yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, nothing, nothing springs to mind immediately because this is one I'd have to like apply my mind to, but I, with a little bit of time, there's definitely some, some more good material to be mined here. For sure. But you've done a great job. Those are all terrific. And I think they particularly point to the fact that the hardest part of having superpowers is knowing how to use them. Like, emotionally knowing how to use them. Great power. So, Mm -hmm. that brings us to number seven. Number seven is super strength. There are a lot Mm -hmm. of heroes that exhibit this particular power. I think this is just, like, the most obviously kind of useful one. Like, it's... Like, you would just be able to lift heavier things easier. Like, it would make moving a lot of, a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. Like, you could, like, lift a... Like, you'd still need people to help guide, but, like, you like the, the, the struggle of moving a couch into an apartment would no longer be that stressful. Yep. Like, there's just a lot of times where you're like, God, I wish I was a little bit stronger so I could carry all these bags at once. Or, like, that, so I could... I don't know. I, there's a lot of scenarios where you wish you were a little bit stronger, right? Well, here's the thing about super strength, too, what I think is interesting, and it's a part that I've never thought about until just right now. I'm assuming in this super strength world that my super strength doesn't just apply to my, like, my my traditional sort of powerlifting skills, so it doesn't just make my bench, squat, and deadlift better. I'm assuming that in order to achieve this level of super strength, like, my core is crazy strong. Yep. So my back... You know what's going to be about my back? It's going to feel great. Yeah. Because I've got this really strong core that's supporting my spine. That's a really good point. Like, right? Like this, So now that I think about it, just the logically, like if you follow the logic of this through, and I'm assuming that this power comes to me through some sort of like actual physical thing about me. It's not just magic. Yeah. Right? It's like there's something about the structure of my body that allows me to have this super strength. Yeah. Following that thread through... I'm also going to have like super flexibility and like just my body is just going to feel really good. It's going to be really fit. Yeah. I'm just going to feel really good. I'm going to feel healthy. I'm going to sit in the movie theater and my back's not going to ache. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. I think that'd be a really good one to have for sure. Yeah, totally. I'm I'm way in on that one. And you could punch people really hard. So there's just, you know. Plus, I actually think that that one a little bit like the super speed and to a lesser degree, the flight thing. You could, depending on your yeah. inclination, parlay it into some sort of career. Like, if you wanted to become a competitive powerlifter and get sponsored, you could you could still hide what you're doing by scaling it down appropriately to be just a little bit better. Yeah, that's a good. So, point. in which, or you could be a professional mover. Right. Yeah. There's like there's plenty of opportunities for me to parlay this. <laughs> And hide it. Like, this is a, this is something I can hide well enough and still use it well enough to, like, find my niche. Yeah. Yeah, this one would be pretty easy to use without it being obvious. Just 
You yeah. get points for that. And you just go, you just grunt. Like, yeah. pretend it's harder than it right. is. Right, and you, like, try to make your face purple. Yeah. All right. The next one is kind of an obscure power, <clears throat> but it's one that I like a lot, and it, it's kind of adjacent to one that I have on the not top three, so I'm going to try to make the distinction. Super, like, an increased capacity for learning, or super learning, which is... Okay exhibited by a villain called taskmaster who i think is the villain in um the new black widow movie what a stupid ass name it's a dumb name but he's he's famous for like watching superheroes do shit and like learning it instantaneously and then like parroting it back at them but Mm -hmm. it's also really useful like in cases where like he's escaping in a helicopter and he just has to like flip through like the the manual and he like knows how to fly a helicopter now or like he can probably like speak a lot of languages like i just like there are so many things where i just wish i could learn it a little bit quicker than i actually can like like even stupid shit like how to operate like uh an iron you know like it's not that hard to operate an iron and i can figure it out but it would be cool to just like look at it and understand it yeah well do you remember how proud i was of fixing that uh that pump in my basement yeah exactly like that was hard fought and i suppose in this structure i'm not gonna get quite that same reward but i tell you what i would trade all those nights back because i spent a lot of time learning how the pump worked yeah exactly or like i don't know just like stuff that like gets me confused and like stresses me out like like the intricacies of healthcare coverage or like Oh, that's a great one. Like, just like, like, yeah, tax, like, I don't know how to max law. out, like, that's a great yeah. point. I like, I don't know how to max out my, my tax deduction or I don't know how to like properly use my medical insurance to like make sure I'm getting the right amount of coverage. I don't know. I didn't, yeah, it's and I didn't exactly the time to learn. And it's different than super intelligence. Yeah. I ultimately think that there's less of a burden on you to use this for good because the implication is still there that there's like an active effort that has to go into learning something. And so I think the burden is a little bit different. Like you're not, you're not assuming that you just kind of have the ability to like do nuclear physics. I think your assumption is if you were to do all of the work to find out about nuclear physics, you could then, you know, apply that but like the assumption is you'd still have to kind of do the work you could do it reasonably quickly but you'd still have to do it well to me it's like like when cam tried to show me how to drive stick i was so fucking Mm -hmm. bad at it like it would be awesome to just like pick it up quickly or like yeah it took me a long time to learn how to properly change a tire on my bike to the point where i ended up going through like like far too many tubes like it would have been nice if i had like seen it done once and then like had it nailed you know what i mean it just save a lot of time and consternation yeah, I'm, I'm i'm on board i think i'm pretty comfortable distinguishing the two particularly based on sort of the like emotional and ethical ramifications involved cool that brings yeah. us to number five number five i have accelerated healing like wolverine or deadpool or oh. cap so like i don't think that those guys are like immune to like like they're not immortal like they can die well, okay so that was what i was gonna say those those people are not invulnerable right like they the can... idea so so theoretically if i smashed their brain in chopped their head off ripped their heart out and scattered those to the ends of the earth they're dead yeah i'm i'm more thinking of like like not that like probably like you probably don't get sick 
And like if like Wolverine, like if he gets cut like a gash on his arm, it heals within like minutes. So like mm-hmm. it's our normal like I, basically I'm thinking of it as like an amplification of our existing immune system. We're like yeah. Or but Deadpool's is even more extreme where like if you lop his lower half off, like it'll grow back. I don't know if Wolverine's is like that. I'm yeah. I, I'm thinking more of like your, Wolverine is kind of the model, I think, for what you're saying. Your day to day stuff, like your aches and bruises and scrapes, heal really quickly, and yeah. like you're not susceptible to like uh, the flu or like the common cold in the same way that other people are. But you might still be susceptible to like a more long term disease, and you're not immortal. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, so this is so this is the only thing when you first announced the list, and I was thinking about the like the the various superpowers. I remember being a kid and reading Tuck Everlasting in class, and I was the only one. I think I'm sure I've shared this anecdote before, but I was the only one who was like, this sucks. <laughs> and so I have like a real, I have a real aversion to the idea of immortality. So I want to be sure I'm dying. So the only way, the only way I'm taking this on the list is to be sure that I'm still going to croak at some point. So like, can you assure me that I'm going to croak? I, let's just make that the rule. Cause that, I totally agree. Cause I'm, I'm totally up for dying. I, would like to die someday. I just this would yeah. kind of rule out accidental death, which yes, yeah, yeah. I would like to sort of like they like have my affairs in order and die like after a long and healthy and productive life. Yeah, that's that's all good with me, right? So that's I'm kind of assuming that you're guiding your your way towards that in this scenario. Yeah, exactly. Like this just kind of prevents me from like you know I smash my shin on something and I'm like fuck. And then it like is so yeah. it like hurts really bad for the next like couple of days, yeah. Or like I'm, or you fall down a mine shaft and die. Yeah. Or like let's say I'm hit by a, a bike messenger, like yes, I'm fine. For example, yeah. Like yeah. So that, I think that would be useful. Like, there's not that many like injuries that I'm sustaining in my day to day life, but it'd be nice. It'd be this is like kind of like an insurance policy. Well, I gotta tell you, this is gonna be disgusting. I have currently got the first wart i've had mm. in like maybe my life and it's on my toe it cool. is killing me yeah. and i would give anything to just heal this bitch very quickly so like if i'm wolverine and i get rid of this oh that'd be great you gotta freeze that thing I've, i'm working on it i got some homie you just gotta ready. you gotta it's, freeze it it is working. I actually, so this is, this is kind of funny because I have great trust in my body's defenses because I typically just like heal over time. Like just generally speaking, if I leave stuff alone, it just kind of takes care of itself. Sure. And so I was assuming that would happen with this and it has not. Mm. So I've taken too long. Yeah. What's uh, your pesky? Yeah. This is a rough one. It's right in between my toes. It's killing oh. me. And it, my, the Wolverine version of me is knock this baby yeah, out in like an hour for sure so that's, yeah. yeah so mostly for warts i think that's generally i think what what wolverine uses it for and then if that doesn't work he just pops it with his claws yeah so gross. the yeah that's really gross so the the next one on this <laughs> list is like this like this same exact thing but just like a step better and it's what you were alluding to earlier it's spidey sense so yeah like Rather than having your body, like, heal from a cut particularly fast, wouldn't it be better if your spidey sense was like, hey, look out, there's a bike messenger coming? Or, like... Wait, is that what it's called? I thought it was called something else. Spidey sense? The Peter Tingle. The Peter Tingle. Yeah, so, like, I'd have a Kyle Tingle. Like, it'd be be useful for, like, 
my it's my least favorite thing is when people like they stand too close to a door that's a pole and you open the door you push it and they're like right yeah. on the other side and you like accidentally hit them in the face like yeah i don't do that like i stand far enough away from the door that if someone were to come through i'd be you know but let's say i forgot and then my Kyle Tingle was like, look out, there's a guy on the other side of the door. And I just take a step back or like, I like an idiot. I'm about to reach for like a, um, a hot plate out of the microwave. And I'm not thinking, mm. and my Kyle Tingle's like, yeah, asshole, it's hot. And I it's just like, or it could even be like, not even physical harm, but it could be like, like, hey, watch out. You're about to walk into a conversation where they're saying really mean things about you. Like, <laughs> For example. Yeah. So, so, someone could say, so, call you something really bad. Yeah, really bad. <laughs> so uh, th- these two go hand in hand, which is why I put them right next to each other. But I think I prefer like a little tinkle in my brain that tells me just to avoid an injury in the first place. So pending what your top three are, I'd be hard pressed to think of a power that I would find more useful than this one. Yeah. I So my, my parents taught, I was talking to somebody recently about like feeling safe or unsafe in a situation. And I was just saying that my parents were always very empowering with my sisters and me about just listen to your gut. Like they're like, you're never, don't worry about embarrassing somebody by overreacting to a situation. If you feel unsafe, like if you, it's, it's the exact opposite of the girl with the dragon tattoo situation. Like if somebody creepy invites you inside, don't just go in because you don't want to hurt their feelings. And so like, I always, my family like heavily cultivated our version of the spidey sense. And it's always served us very well. And I think having like a more expanded version of that where I'm like, ah, my body like just tells me without me, I having to think about it, that something's wrong. Like that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, and I was also just thinking it'd be really fucking useful for like driving. Like, oh yeah. Like your blind spot, no such thing. Mm -hmm. Or like riding a bike, like, oh, somebody's going to about to pull out into traffic. Like, boom. Not, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, totally. It would. It's also just like really good for it, to your point. Like it's good to no matter which side of the door you're on. Yeah, it's really good to keep you safe. But it's also a good way to like help keep other people safe. That's true. Like, hey, don't push this door too fast because there's an idiot on the other side. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and yeah. for me, that would be really helpful. Like thinking about driving is a great example. I'm there's a town near us, Cambridge. So people know that that's where Harvard is. There's yep. a lot of bikers everywhere. And it's just the streets are particularly narrow and especially in the winter, it gets dark early around here. And I find myself driving exceptionally slow and like with real, you know, kind of with no confidence in that area because I'm always concerned I'm going to hit a biker who's just like come out of nowhere. And if I had the, the Peter tingle telling me like, hey, there's a biker coming, I'd feel much more confident and it would help me keep them safe and it would allow me to live my life a little more conveniently. Precisely. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm way in on this one, and it's entirely, entirely undetectable, which is nice too. Yes, exactly, exactly. You just be people would think you were lucky. Yeah, for sure. I had a fuck ton of honorable mentions, <laughs> but if you want, I'll let you go through yours first. I'll do these on the on the end. How's that? No, I gotta be honest. This is a a really hard one to just like think yeah. of off the top of my head. So I'm just enjoying listening to yours. All right, well, I'll just go through them then. So these are the just missed it's. Yeah. Elasticity, like Elastigirl or Mr. <laughs> Fantastic. Like, yep. you'd be able to squeeze through tight spaces. In a, yep. in a lot of ways, it would function similar to telekinesis, where you could, like, just stretch your arm out and grab something off the counter while you were still on yes. the couch. Yes, that's a good point. You'd be able to, like... Tough one to keep private. Yeah, it w- this would be... I mean, same with telekinesis, but, like, yeah. it, it accomplishes a lot of the same things, 
with the constraint that like it's your body that's physically moving so like you would need a stretchy suit like mr fantastic or elastigirl has or to again be just nude right which problematic yeah water control i think like aquaman or like uh katara and the last airbender like yeah i think there are a lot more applications to this than i can think of and it probably actually belongs high on the list like Mm. controlling the water in your body or like like plumbing problems or like there's probably a lot of stuff you could do to help the environment or like or just the ability to like like Uh it seems like a lot of streets in chicago just don't drain well like you could just like fucking deal with that like move the water somewhere else or that kind of thing so that's what i had that one for can i just can i plug a not top based on what you just said yeah uh you mentioned aquaman yeah Talking to marine life. Talking to marine life would be a tough one. It just doesn't seem useful. Like, in really in any way, unless I'm, like, telling them to to move to different waters that are a better temperature for them, or, like, well, asking them to avoid fishing nets so that they can, you know, stop overfishing. Like, I don't know. I could help save the ocean, maybe. Well, it's worth talking about because I don't think that the power in general is, is actually useless if it's applied to other animals i think just marine life is relatively useless like for example if you had ant-man's ability to control insects like just from a pest control point of view that'd be really useful like you your your home would be insect free that's a good point but what i also think is interesting is the question of like how much influence you can have is tough because in this scenario like where i can talk to marine life in order to fully take advantage of that, I kind of have to be able to stay underwater for a long period of time and right. be able to like, like that's, that's the hard part is to be undetected and get my message out, whatever it is to a lot of marine life. I'm just not totally sure how I do that. The nuts and bolts of it are, are tough to think about. Yeah. Next one I had was phasing. So like the ability to walk through walls and stuff like vision does. Yeah. That'd be useful. Like, you couldn't use it at work to go from, like, the kitchen to the bathroom and then to your office, because yeah. people would be like, weren't you just in the kitchen? But, like, at home might be useful, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. As, as long as it can't happen by accident. Yeah. That's, that's, because if it goes on the fritz and you just, like, fall through the floor. Yeah, that's no That's good. not helpful. Yeah. I had flame control slash, slash like, heat resistance, kind of, like, telekinesis would, would help. And Like, I was just thinking of, like, being able to, like, touch like things like not having to use an oven bit and get things out of the yeah. oven or like not be so uncomfortable in hot weather but i don't know that i would be way in on does it stop swass i don't know or like would you be swassier because your body like operated at a higher than yeah. normal running temperature? yeah that's an interesting question know. like does my core temperature go up i don't know but but also like yeah. it'd be useful like in a like a camping setting like you don't have to fucking deal with yeah. lighter fluid and all you just you like the fire it would be great at my uh, my coal factory. Yep. You know, I'd be excellent there, just burning that coal. Precisely. Yeah. And I have a bunch of other ones that are cool, but I don't think they'd be super practical or useful other outside of, like, one scenario. So, like, a poison ivy or a swamp thing, like, plant control, <laughs> like, it'd be useful for gardening and not much else. It would be great if you could make creepy plant babies. Really? Because that sounds kind of terrifying and not suitable for children mm. at all. No, it would be great. <laughs> no just take my word for it it'd be great okay i'm skeptical assuming you could control it it would actually be cool super hearing i guess like it would be helpful in a warning sense but also like yeah like again 
you'd be able to eavesdrop on people, but that's not necessarily like something you'd want to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, this is another one. Like my degree of control over this is important, like very important. The other one is Daredevil can do this. His, his hearing is so attuned that he can detect irregularities or differences in your heartbeat. And so he almost always knows when someone is lying to him, which is pretty interesting. That is interesting. I think Daredevil generally has some has some kind of interesting lessons for us. Like his his overall sort of way of perceiving the world is interesting. I like his powers. They're only but the only problem is they're like only mostly useful because he's blind. Like he yeah. can read exactly. They're not as useful if you're not. Yeah, like he can. His sense of touch is so finely attuned that he can run his fingers over like print. And he can feel the ink off the paper, and so he can just read it by touching it. But oh wow! If you're not blind, you just like read it, you know. Yeah, and also and if you are blind, the braille exists. Yeah, so there's that. Um, okay, next is shape shifting. Like it'd be fun to like fuck with you and like make myself look like you, but in practical, like it'd be useful, like in a scenario where like I had to pick up a packet for you. And I just walked in and looked like you and yes. like, cause you didn't have time to go after work. Mm-hmm. So I just impersonated you, but otherwise it just kind of gets murky. Yeah. It's a tough one because you're right. Like you, in, you're already talking about doing something illegal, which is like impersonating somebody is kind of the, the baseline, like most interesting scenario. It's that is a really tough one to keep a secret. If you're not doing like a full human transformation, like right. if you're shape shifting into something that's non-human, that's going to be very private. But if you're shape-shifting into another human, you immediately run into the issue where you know what they look like nude. And oh, this has yeah. always been my So this has always been my biggest problem with Polyjuice Potion is that you immediately know what this person looks like nude. And I think there's serious ethical issues with that that go beyond the issue of like even like in my opinion, the ethical issues don't start when you interact with other people. I think they start the moment you take on somebody else's appearance. So you kind of have like the, if you shapeshift not human, then you're going to be detected. If you shapeshift human, I've got some serious questions about what you're doing. Yeah. Wow. The ethical implications of a lot of the stuff that goes on in that universe are pretty mind-boggling. And she's probably smart to not dip into that because... Yes. <laughs> more than a surface level because, wow. Like, wow, Crab has a, has a really weird penis. I should <laughs> tell everyone. Yeah, Crab's got a weird hook thing. He must... I think he's a lefty. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, like Harry has that power over him. Does he use it? Does yeah. he not use it? What does that mean? Yeah, that's tough. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. This next one is interesting, also ethically problematic, empathy. So, like, Swamp Thing and uh, Mantis from Guardians, like, the ability to understand and feel other people's emotions, either via touch or, like, it would be cool to be able to understand someone's, you know, pain or what they're going through if they consent to that and want the support but also like the ability to feel someone else's emotions is obviously an intensely private kind of invasion and so that would yeah. be very difficult to the other the other thing about this one is you're a, like the impact it has on you can be can be real because if you recall from aragon uh <laughs> he's learning the elven language and so he <laughs> what's blesses- the elvish word for friend yeah <laughs> Nice. So he blesses this little girl and says, you will be shielded from pain, but he says it wrong. And he says, you will be a shield from pain. And so basically he curses her to a life of 
overly intense empathy for other people. And this girl just feels other people's pain at all times. And it's just a really horrible fate. And I would imagine having like, I got to think the limits of our human empathy are in place because they help us preserve ourselves. Like, I think that's a self-preservation instinct at some point. Like, you'd be crippled by too much empathy. Yeah, I take it back. This is not top three. (laughs) Okay. And then the last two, water breathing would be fun at the beach or at a pool. No, that see this that's legit, especially because you can hide underwater more easily. However, you don't in this scenario, you don't have super swimming or super speed. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> just floating around like water, a dingus. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's great that I can breathe water, but like now I'm exposed to all of the problems of the ocean. I presumably am not immune to hypothermia. I could get eaten by a shark. You can't go I that can't deep. I can't withstand great yeah. pressure. Yep. <laughs> like there's all of sort of the pleasures of like breathing underwater. Just like, okay, just get a stupid scuba suit. Right. So. Yeah. And then the last one is wall crawling. It would be useful like in the same way that flying would be useful to just like take out tasks that are usually done yes. on a ladder. Be great if you're a window washer. Absolutely. Yeah. That brings us to our top three. Yep. Number three, I have an advanced metabolism like Captain America has. So Mm. the downside is that he can't get drunk because his body processes alcohol too quickly. But the upside is that he's really fucking fit and he could presumably eat anything he wants. Well, so this is my question. What does Cap eat? Or does he have some sort of like IV drip? I don't know how he maintains his bulk like uh, but yeah or like if he would have to eat healthy to do that or if he could just eat anything and because his metabolism is so fast like i just think it would be cool to be like i like i guess this like extends to like his lung capacity like i assume he like if with this superpower i'm also attributing myself the ability to like run a six minute mile and like just generally be fit and be able to eat kind of whatever i want you know what i mean well i'm i think you you kind of if you follow the logic all the way through like if your basal metabolic rate is really high then your ability to perform tasks at a at a like advanced rate or like your output your your energy output would be correspondingly high so i think that this one gives you we don't we don't have to be too ridiculous about what we're doing here but like i do think that this the assumption that your whole body would be like in homeostasis at a high metabolic rate follows. Like, I think that follows. Yeah. So, I mean, this would just like, it would be pretty much undetectable. It would just be like, it'd be really cool to reap the benefits of being really fit without having to necessarily work for it as much, you know? No, I'm down with this. I believe me. I've always wanted abs, but, uh, it was a pain in the ass. Here we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> 26 years later. I feel like having an event like that, like this is pr- this is not a this is not a leap on my part. Like to not have to work and like just be generally fit. I I guess it could go both ways. I was thinking like it would really be healthy like on the mental side of things too. Like you be- being being healthier would make you perform and feel better generally yeah i think so but i also wonder if like not having the routine of like working out or having to think about it might have negative effects in some way too yeah whether whether the positive effects are not just like the the end result of yeah a, a healthier internal state maybe it's also just a process 
Who's to say? Interesting. It's a good question, but you're still allowed to do stuff. Like, even if you right. don't need to necessarily, you're still allowed to, you know, if you think that it would be good for your mental well-being to, to row, go row. Or go to the gym and pump iron every morning, even though you don't need to. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I'm keeping this where it is. Yeah. Number two, I think this one would be really fucking great. Number two is weather manipulation, a.k.a. All out Storm or Thor. So the biggest one is just like you would know ahead of time that you wouldn't need to pack like <laughs> rain gear and stuff or like you would know what to We've pack. We've got a crazy storm coming our way tomorrow. I'd love this. Right. And you'd be like, nope, and just dissipate it. And like doing this too often would obviously have regional problems like You'd, you'd be messing with stuff above your pay grade. But if you limited it to like a couple times or like, or just, you know, I'm sure even making minor alterations to the weather would have longer recent consequences, but like changing the temperature by a few degrees to suit what you were doing that day, or even in like the way that it's shown when Storm or Thor does it, it's like very localized. So you could like just do it where you are. Just like have the clouds clear out over a stadium while you enjoy a soccer game, you know? I am a little bit concerned about the butterfly effect, which you yeah. sort of alluded to. And I'm somewhat concerned that this may be putting us in the scenario of the um, the super intelligence where I might feel like, well, shouldn't I stop the, the hurricanes and shouldn't I stop the tornadoes? And I'm spending a lot of time thinking about this. And then suddenly I'm screwing with like massive ecosystems. I'm a little bit concerned about those issues coming up here. Yeah, this is a big a big power to have at your disposal. Yeah. But, yeah, to admit... But I do agree. It'd be nice, it'd be nice be if lovely. it just didn't rain when you were outside. <laughs> oh, it'd be fantastic. I would... If I could just make... See, here's my question. If I make the entire world, like, 65 and, and sunny and, like, dry all the time, are we in balance? I don't know the answer well, to that question. Well, you just killed... A lot of animals by doing that. Like, almost all of them. Hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> you killed almost all the animals. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of power for me. See, like, I've already got one dumb idea, and I just killed everything. Yeah. This. All right. You're making me second guess this one. Yeah. Probably, I'm glad, because if someone had asked me tomorrow, well, obviously, this wouldn't be the one I'd pick. I'd pick the next one, but... Yeah, I might have accidentally picked it and then be like, shit, I can't actually use this. Damn it. All right. All right. What's number one? Well, number one is teleportation, not to be confused yeah. with uh, time travel. So no teleportation, I think, is different than flight in that you can use it. And if you're smart about it, you could do it probably largely undetected. It's also useful, and I'm I'm thinking of this kind of like apparition, mostly like in Harry Potter. I'm assuming yeah. that I can perform side-along apparition because by doing that, I can take a, a vacation to anywhere I want with anyone I want if I'm just willing to go back and forth a few times. Think about how easily we could go to all the MLB stadiums. We could do it at... Uh, like we could do it in a year, just going on Sundays. And we just we yeah. show up ten minutes before game time and grab a beer, and then we're home that same night. Like you would pretty much eliminate your commute or no commute. No. Here's my only question. I want to I want to make sure that this hole doesn't exist. So I want you to continue all the positives because there are many. My only potential hole is in the secrecy department. Yeah. My question is: Do I know of a safe location to teleport? 
before I've been to a place. So like I'm reading a book about Istanbul right now and I'd love to go to Istanbul. Can I sort of like mentally just think of a place that's that's secluded? I'm going to decide yes for the sake of this because I think I think even even if you can't, I think this is still number one because the number of places that you can think of would still make this absurdly useful, like your parents' house or yeah, your yes, own that's place. an excellent point. Even if I don't use this purely as like a joyride, your office or like, but like in Harry Potter, they can you can operate to places that you've never been to before, right or no? You have to be able to think of it. Yeah. So but, I, but that doesn't mean you have to have been there. But it's also not weird it. for people to just show up out of nowhere in that yeah. universe. I was going to say, like, you could... <laughs> to operate directly into a toilet stall is too risky, because what if someone's already in there? But, like... Yeah. Well, that's actually exactly where my brain went for, like, getting to work. I was like, I'll just go to the pooper. But, yes, you're right. What if But what about, there? like, a supply closet or, like, just, like, in, like, a corner of the parking garage or, like, behind yeah. the parking garage or on the roof or, like... I think I can find a spot. I think I can find a spot. Yeah. So, I... And then... But this... And, but this one, it's, like... But, like, it's, like, okay, well, can I justify not, like, teleporting myself with, like, food to, like, a... Like, a, a yes. remote part yes, of Yes, I can. Yes. No, I can. I can because I don't think that this power is almighty enough that I can genuinely put a dent in that on my own. Like, I don't view this as You're this sort of right. thing where I can, I can just, like, send enough food to feed all of the starving refugees from a war-torn country. Like, I don't view this as having that that scale. Yeah. So I think you're safe from the, the god problem. Great. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. That was my list. I think that's a stellar list. All I want to do is move super speed up, dump weather manipulation yeah, that needs to go that's it what what do you think is a good honorable that we can throw on instead of weather manipulation um i think i think elasticity is too close to telekinesis but we could do it or i think maybe water control just because we're not smart enough to understand like what the the big applications of that are like we don't understand the science of where water is would it be where it, be, it would be useful to manipulate water but it probably would be. Yeah. What do you think about that? I like that. I actually just realized I also want to shift a little bit. I want Spidey Sense to be number two. That's fine. And I want Accelerated Healing at number three. And move. Okay. Metabolism to four. Okay. So then where do you want Super Speed? Five? Where did I put Super Speed? Uh, I wanted. I just move it up a couple. I want it at seven. So I want to throw, I want to throw Water Control at ten. Okay. To, and and then slide everything up. So ten water control, nine flight, eight telekinesis, seven super speed, six super strength, five super learning, four advanced metabolism, three accelerated healing, two spidey sense, one teleportation. That's what I would do. I think I think that's what we should do, and therefore you have just recapped our list for us and I did fashion. I did a precap. It was a precap. <laughs> okay. So do you want to just say it again? Yeah, I'll just repeat it then. Oh, I was hoping you'd say no. The cat no. doesn't want to hear it. We'll skip it. Thank you for doing Winnie, that, Michael. Winnie, do you want to hear it? Winnie, do you want to hear it? No. See, she just ran away. She yeah, doesn't want to hear it. We're not going to do it. No. Well, thanks for recapping that then. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> that was a fun one. Thanks for doing that. And that was absolutely fantastic. I This was just, this is, this is, to me, this is why we invented this podcast. Yeah. Like, this is, 
This is a conversation we genuinely would have had and taken this seriously, which is to say way too seriously at dinner in college. Well, it's also fun because we've only scratched the surface of, like, the implications of each of these. And, like... <laughs> yes. But... And I'm also... And now I'm left... Well, it's also... F- yeah. Sorry. No. Continue. I'm just saying, and now I'm left with that, like... That feeling you get whenever the subject comes up where you're just, like, bummed out that you don't have superpowers for a while after. Yeah. But... Yeah. That happens to me a lot. The thing that I find very interesting about this conversation is I can imagine our having this conversation at dinner yeah. with various combinations of our friend group and having it go very differently depending on who was there. Like, I think this conversation with Quinn at the table, for example, is just uber literal and like extremely pragmatic like extremely interested in the implications of what's happening here in the same way that i can view that with dylan whereas i think it's much more whimsical with mike like mike is just like crazy whimsical i think jameson thinks they're all great like (laughs) i just think that there's like a lot of different ways this goes alex now is just playing this for a laugh yeah like i You know, I think we have a lot of different conversations to be had, but all, like, very interesting and true to our group. Yeah. We should just bring this up next time we're all together and see how it goes. Yeah, I'm interested. (sighs) All right. Well, I thanked you already. I'd also like to extend a thank you to Kevin McLeod for his stanky beats in our intro and our top three. The stankiest, I would say. They're super stanky. That's his superpower. Super stank. That is, yes, we should put that. That's a that's an late addendum, like it's a super, super stank. Pra- it's a super practical superpower. Yeah. And Erin, of course, is a super designer. She did our yep. our super artwork, as you know. If you want to see more of her stylings, obviously you could do that at Stamp Design on Instagram. You know that. And you can also check out our super social media coordinator who has superbly gotten the message out about the pod via our Twitter instagram facebook group all of those are top 10 km with the 10 spelled out t-e-n uh and if you want to go to our less super avenue by going directly to us you can email us at top 10 km at gmail.com with suggestions for new pods critiques offers to join us for a future podcast whatever the case may be guessing you're listening to us on the podcast app of your choosing but if you're looking for another one we are on the apple podcast app stitcher spotify podbean pretty much wherever podcasts can be found so those are the things i want to say i think that's pretty much all that we would need to be said yeah i think you're right good work mike way to go uh back to back today that was good stuff yeah, this was this was wonderful. This is a, a great back to back. Nice and tight. We kept them both like around an hour, hour five. So that's good. I do think that occasionally the uh, the consecutive recording is good for us because it imposes some discipline. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, Michael. I'll catch you around. Have a good night. Or a good day. I will catch you on the flippity flip. Peace. Peace.